0: Okay, gather round everyone. It's story time. No, no, please. I, I hope I never ever <laughs> wait. This is the Hearing Colors A Kill Sounds podcast and yes, I may or may not have recorded this in an erroneous place, uh that looks like my basement slash garage, but hey, don't worry about such things. That's just how I choose my audio and Shouts out to anyone who records in their garage. Shouts out to Mark Maron, like he's a great comedian slash podcast. Look up to a lot of different people from the LA area who, you know, stick to their craft and actually have some content. You know, it's not just so opinionated. It actually has some substance and some backing and numbers, and you know, they can actually say like, "Hey, I I looked this up in Wikipedia this and." I'm wikipedia and it right now as I report to you, so you should Wikipedia that when you get a chance. <laughs> this is the weirdest podcast you've ever heard, uh, and this is just me and my own personal account of my, my story that I wrote. My name is Vernon, but you can call me V. Uh, you can find the Hearing Colors to Kill Sounds podcast on Spotify. You can find it on other multi-platforms. I think Apple and a couple other different ones you can also find me on amazon and find the books there too now if you want my instagram you you've twisted my my arm and and that one's basically lotus l-o-t-o-u-s v and then word so yeah basically you can find me on all these multi-platforms doing cool stuff you can hit uh the custom uh actually for what is this uh Not Amazon, because you can actually read it on Amazon, but you can commission me for pieces on my Instagram. And that would be actually a a cool thing and and do other cool stuff. I'm I'm branching out these next few months and uh, expanding what it is that I have. And so this is a part of uh, basically this expanding of what it is that I have as my content. And no, please don't tell Disney, no, this is not in their vein. This is just my own personal project. It's my own thing, doing my own stuff. But, I mean, since we're talking about Disney anyway, I I feel like I I should at least give some tidbits. And, and, you know, I did say on my last podcast that I was going to watch some movies and things, which I'm going to do again and watch some more cool stuff because I was inspired by the movie that I saw but no name drops. I'm not name dropping it. I think I did it for Encanto, which was a great movie. It just came out. It was really good. I really like that movie, by the way. If you've never seen it, you should go see it and not feel ashamed as being an adult watching a kid's film because it's Pixar or at least cel shaded or at least animated to some extent that has some cool effects and it has a great story. But anyway. to be inspired by all these stories is um something that i look forward to in the day but it happens not for me so much looking for it because the content is already there and i compare it from when i was younger and how i looked at the stories and it's very similar in the same light obviously the difference in me being um older now but still in that still childlike reference of these things and i'm placing in my head how would i would be excited to see something like this at that age and i'm like yo that's really good that's a really good story like i've really how about that like really really something uh colorful and the the characters you could definitely identify with them and uh i appreciate where the direction of just uh Production or producing these different houses, or have different uh, visions for how they see these characters and how they interact, because there's so many stories that are going on and how they choose them. I have no idea, but I still appreciate the ones that make it to the forefront, um, such as Wally and a couple of other different ones that at least stuck in my brain as a different type of storytelling and you can look at the frames. And when I tell people this, and I always tell someone in an artistic fashion, if you've ever seen the Peanuts and you've seen a panel and you look at one panel and then you look at the next panel or you've seen the funnies and the newspapers, well, storyboarding is a little bit like that, but differencing how a shot is. And so I look at how different Storytelling is made uh, just from nonverbal communication or the little things that, you know, editors and other uh, cinematographers pay attention to, animators. um, Basically, how it has progressed um, since I was a kid in the 90s um, is very, very, I would say, advanced. It's very, the facial expressions from... (laughs) just drawing something and Studio Ghibli would be like, yo, that took 10 years. Like, <laughs> but something where I look at it and, and it's a very multifaceted thing. It's a very colorful, like I said before, way of looking at something. And, and you could sit down on Netflix with your ch- your girl or your woman or your chick and, and and understand like you, you know what I'm saying. You're you're eating something, but just uh, look into a movie uh, twice or watch it twice. Um, once with your chicken then by yourself, and then see the aspects of the things that you pay attention to. And I mean, you don't have to be no super Roger and Eber and like freaking critique every little thing. <laughs> I mean that's what Rotten Tomatoes is for, that's what you know Metacritic and all these other different things online. But uh, just as an artistic expression as to why someone would recommend a said film, or even why someone even suggests why a film is good in the first place, I was always you know curious when I was younger as to what made a good film and what made a not so good film. And there were many different interpretations of what that thing was or even stories in general and when I was in high school it was really funny because I had um, some people that I hung with and it was cool because they would have their own opinions to what it was that we were witnessing and it was always something crazy it was always something dope but I would look at it and I'm like yo yo man am i the only one that noticed that this person had like some crazy like makeup and then it was like looking like this and then they like slashed this dude and then like everybody in the characters were like man awkward with it and then like everybody (laughs) like my cousins would always be like yo man i seen that too man yo yo that was crazy man like wow like i'm gonna put it in the comment section (laughs) So I'm curious where uh, the next few years of production and storytelling goes and and I'm very, you know, I want to say as what someone considers uh, mystified and amazed at the consideration of my peers and the stories that they have already. Like they've got their own personal projects that they're working on. They've got their own production houses. They're doing all different other type of stuff. And so for me, I'm just you know in awe of it and making a mental note as to how they they move. Like it's a really cool thing to see someone on multiple platforms, multiple apps, and then um, you see them in person. And then they just walk around, and then handle business, and then go and mystifiedly disappear into you know the the creative aspect again. And it's not just behind the computer screen. It's not just behind a what would you call a microphone. Uh, people are doing you know video podcasts now. They're doing other different stuff, uh, events, things are uh, opening up again, and so now we have that liberty of accessing uh or what do you call this mm, advancing yes i like that word advancing the way that uh, one has just been multifaceted and, and i'm appreciative of that and it all ties back into god dang disney ah, <laughs> no no uh, okay so please don't alert the lawyers of disney um they're really cool they're actually I, I appreciate um what they've done um, in the creative aspect and then create these umbrella uh, companies from that but then too um are you know in-betweens and all businesses have businesses um to actually run and, and so the creative aspect has changed and, and that's what i was just mentioning at the beginning of the podcast i'm like yo I like I like these stories. Wherever they're coming from, they they gotta keep these stories coming. Like I appreciate some well thought out, like design characters. And, and one of the things that leads up to what I'm going to mention now and what I'm working on now is uh, after stories are done. And, and as a kid, I always had this as something that was not. What would you call this? Mm, It was always a question that came up to mind that was unanswered. And I said this before in a few other podcasts way, 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 way a long time ago. But when you have a story and it's amazing and you see it and it does its thing and then it's amazing, amazing, amazing. And then they have their conclusion and then you're like, wait, what? Wait, wait, what? Wait. That's it. Like, no, no, what happens afterwards? What happens after this? What happens after that? What happens after that? And usually if there are enough fans or enough cult following of whatever it is that has presented such an amazing story or storyline, then obviously you get the part two and you get the part three and you get this, this, that, and the third. But in certain instances, certain people like leaving stories just as is. And those are obviously like mythologically great, great stories. Even if they've ended that way, I look forward to uh, certain things. But for me, I'm I'm not one of those like supersonic fans. (laughs) (laughs) Like religious, like has to have the thing be that specific, and nothing can be heard of anything else but that specific thing. But um, nah, those guys are cool. Um, (laughs) There's just this point where I remember and when I was younger that most of the stories that I would come up with were continuations of said story that I wanted to see or I wanted to at least, um, you know, see the characters do something else or just a continuation to answer one of my questions. And it always came out to, uh, or rather, burgeoned into my story. And so you can look into my influences and listen to those earlier podcasts, and I'll be like, yo, I, was, I wanted to know what happened next, and so I created this world. Like, and the general sense is, is what you hear with the last story that I was talking about, which was The Little Litigator and um, The Green King and The Celestial Council. And so basically, um, to continue from what I was talking about in the second book and last time, was the council met and they decided this kid was different and that he had some sense of him, at least to speak to them with some sense, um, regardless of any influences that they may, or may not have made out of having been pressed on him. Um, they rather even didn't speak um, that way, but they made the decision to send. Uh, the the kid and the two green kings to the surface and just as emissaries to decide what they would do and how um, the humans or beings or humanoid beings on the surface operated as far as like if they were good or bad whatever if they were worth their time like what truly happened and to give that reference um, for and, and there was no time uh, stamp for it. The Green Kings would understand uh, all the specifics when they got there and what they will be experiencing. And it wouldn't be as in, like, them actually putting the kid in danger and stuff like that. Like, I mean, I don't allude from these characters as to what they know and how mystifyingly, like, their power range or any of these things or if it's, like, what they're they're capable of, um, I leave uh, to the imagination. And I wanted this to be one of those like, you know, whimsical or funny stories, but in a very serious tone and light. And once again, I often raise the question of who are we at our core, and and people say, okay, well, nature versus nurture, and that is a very loaded question and obviously loaded answer to even say. And not to overcomplicate it, you know, like just asking, well, if people forgot their memories, and if you had someone in the forest, and they were doing um, this thing and figuring out what uh, human quality was, just off of instinct for the next, I don't know, two hours, like what they grunt, what they you know pat, or what they you know motion through symbols, would they communicate verbally? Would they actually? Um, help someone? Would someone actually just run, freak out because their memories were missing? Would someone try to like piece it together? Go in the forest? Would they go on a trip or something? Like what? What would you do? Like <laughs> in many instances, and I, I wrote that as a rhetorical question, obviously because my answer changes every day, and for that I wanted the Green King. Uh, to see uh, from his own eyes and then from the eyes of the elder green king and then also from this young person so it's three perspectives of what it was that they were witnessing and they go off into basically uh the same path but differently um up through the forest and leaving the said council now the council isn't just there you know for shows and uh just for a, a big, uh, what would you call a photo op? <laughs> <laughs> like that, that is not why they showed up in, in mass. And so uh, they were basically handling other things um, before uh, the Green King and the other Green King left. And so uh, afterwards they disband, but they will return again. And I don't allude to this in the book or speak of it. But that's in the general sense of what happens after, as they travel, but they go back into their own respective places. And then I give, um, just at the end of the second book, or just in like the second to last part of the book, where the sand angels have their own subplot and their own intent into why they met the council for the first time or wherever they're from, and um, their reasoning for uh, actually meeting upon the matters of this place called celestial and so yeah I, i'm gonna end it right there for now I, i'll say thank you for everyone all the likes and um thank you once again tell someone about the podcast let them know i'm crazy mad storyteller if you like stories that i suppose never end then you should listen to at least to one of these stories and i'll be updating them Uh, Periodically, the more you guys like the stories, the more and more updates. So, yeah, peace, peace.